Hey mamas, it's Cindy and Emily and welcome to Imperfect Mom's Guide. This podcast is far from kid-friendly, so grab some earphones for you or for them. We talk all things from mental health struggles, parenting fails, and the occasional shaving of buttholes. Buckle up and get ready for the shit show. And let's get ready to talk shit, eat cake, and tell judgmental moms to mind their own motherhood. Hey mamas, it's Cindy here, and I have a special guest with me this week. It's Emily. Hi. Not the Emily you're thinking, a different one. <laughs> the better one. <laughs> Emily number one. <laughs> My husband's Samuel, he's 24. We have an eight-year-old daughter, and then Stetson, who is two and a half months. Uh, Brinsley is our daughter's name. We live in Madison. I don't know. What else? Yeah. Do you like to do anything for fun, Emily? Um, <laughs> no, not really. I have plants. Hey! <laughs> all the plants. She yeah. has all of the plants. I have a lot of houseplants. I just rearranged my whole living room so my plants had some natural light. Aww. I like to annoy my husband. <laughs> Same? Same? Uh. Oh, that's great. I don't know. I really got in the... Just groove of mommying, I guess. So I don't really do. I mean, I like to paint, but I haven't done that in forever. I really, I like to just garden, really, have my plants. Yeah. So if you're not comfortable talking about it, we don't have to talk about it. But can we talk about um, the differences between your first pregnancy and this pregnancy? Yeah, uh, well, I had Brinsley when I was 14, so obviously the pregnancies were a lot different. Actually, my pregnancy with Brinsley, though, went a lot smoother. With Stetson, I had COVID, um, which turned into pneumonia, and then, like, three stomach viruses, (laughs) and I was just sick a lot. Um, And then with Brinsley, I had her naturally, and it was a very quick, easy labor and recovery, but I had a C-section with Stetson, so... That's been pretty rough to recover from. Definitely don't recommend, but obviously it's not optional, so. Right. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I let the mom guilt get to me because, like, I feel like sex is definitely getting the better version because I was so young when I had Brinsley. Obviously, at any age, none of us have our shit together, but I have it a lot more together this time. Yeah. I'm breastfeeding Stetson, um, and I didn't even try with Brinsley, so, like, sometimes that makes me feel a little bit guilty, but, you know, when you're 14, you just don't... Yeah, you're definitely not thinking about those types of things. So, I get it. I get it. And, like, the biggest thing that I have on, like, our list is growth, because even in the past year, like, I've seen you grow so much, like... I've known you for a very long time, but we've been friends for the past three, four years, right? Yeah. And, like, just in that amount of time, like, the amount of growth that I've seen you make is, I love it. I've definitely came a long way since I found out I was pregnant with Stetson. I, last summer, was going through a lot just, like, with myself. I probably should have gotten some therapy or something, but I didn't, so. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but and you have this beautiful little baby. He is yes. so sweet. Oh, my God. He's 
He's something. No, he really is a good baby, actually. And then I heard him <laughs> cry earlier, and I was like, oh, man, I was sad. <laughs> oh, like, come on. Like, like, the crying that I hear is different than the baby cry. Like, the baby cries are cute, but, like, I can tell my two-year-old to go to her room, like, just go go calm down, go play with a toy or something. Unfortunately, a baby, I gotta be like, oh, it's fine. What can I do for you? Yeah. You can't talk to me. You can't tell me what you want, but, like, I gotta figure it out. Yup. Stetson has been such a mommy's boy, too, because, I mean, obviously I breastfeed, and I have left him, like, twice, I think, so... No. Yeah, I just don't leave him very much. He's a mommy's boy, aren't you? It's really nice to have Samuel also because um, with my first pregnancy, I had my parents. My parents are amazing. Mm -hmm. Could not have done it without them. But I didn't have, like, a partner. And then, you know, for my labor and delivery, I didn't have a partner for Brinsley's whole life until Sam and I met when she was three. You know, it was just kind of me and her. Um, so this time it's just so much different. It's it's really peaceful, you know, having somebody. And it was really nice having Sam there when I had Stetson. Yeah. Just to, like, give me support and stuff. My mom was there also, and obviously, like, there's just her so much, like, but. There's something about having, like, I, Daniel's been there for, obviously, both of our kids. But, like, there is something special about having a partner there versus a parent. It's, yeah. it's different. It definitely is different. My mom was there for both of them, and Daniel was there for both of them. And but I couldn't imagine like, it, like, any other way without my mom. Right. But, you know, but it is yeah. nice to have the partner. Yeah. It is. They they can give you a comfort that a parent can't give you. Yep. And whenever, like, I had to have the C-section. So, Sam, funny story. When my water broke, Sam puked. Yeah, because of the smell. <laughs> Yeah. Oh um, so whenever they told me that I was going to have to have my C-section, my mom just looked at him and was like, can you do this? Like, are you sure you can do this with her? And he was like, yeah, I got it. So he, once they got me all set up in the OR, he came back and looked behind the curtain. Yeah. And like kept looking and I'm like, stop. Stop. You're going to fucking pass out. You're the only person here with me. Like, he didn't pass out. And then he has a picture of like my guts in the air and everything. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and I don't know if you want to get into that or not, but do you want to get into the, like, how traumatic? Like, you don't even have to talk about, like, what exactly happened, but how traumatic just the situation was and how you were planning something. Yes, it was definitely horrible, and I have had to, like, I don't know, work a lot on it just mentally in the last two and a half months because Labor is definitely, like, a big thing that obviously you can't plan, but everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but most people have a plan. Have, have at least a plan, right. Yeah, especially when you're not, like, a first-time mom. You know, I've right. done it before. I knew what I wanted it to look like. And then um, Stetson was head up throughout my whole pregnancy except 35 and 36 weeks. He was finally head down. So I'm like, awesome, we're ready to go. I do not want to be induced. I wanted to have a natural labor, labor most of it at home, go to the hospital, you know, a few hours pushing, have a baby. Right. And 37 weeks, he was back breech, completely head up. Um, 38 weeks, he was completely head up. And then 39 weeks, he was back head down. 
So the 39-week appointment, my blood pressure was pretty high, so they sent me over to the hospital, and then it went back down on its own, so they sent me home, and the next day they called me to induce me. Because I guess the appointment was like a day before 39 weeks. Right. So whatever, you know. So that Tuesday I went in um, because I elected to have the induction because I didn't want him to flip again. Because obviously right. he had enough room in there to be doing cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want him to flip and be going to natural labor because they won't try to flip the baby after your water's broke. You just have to have a C-section. So I was like, okay, well, if I go in there and he's head up, they'll at least try to flip him. And then I can go to natural labor or whatever. And, um... I just felt very rushed. They started the Pitocin, and um, they put a balloon on my cervix to help open it. So I went in, dilated to a one, and then at a three, the balloon fell out, and they wanted to break my water. And I'm like, mm, I'd rather wait a little bit. So I think, like, right after, right or before or right after lunch, the doctor came in and broke my water. I finally let her, and I'm like, okay, but I was still at a four. So, like, I hadn't dilated any. Well, I guess I was at a four when the balloon fell out, so I hadn't dilated any. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is going to, labor's going to go so fast from now. And I'm like, mm. So, I held at a four from, like, 10 a.m. when the balloon fell out until, like, I'll say two or three o'clock. And then at two or three when they checked me, I was at an eight. So, I went, like, really quickly in two hours, because um, they, like, checked me, and then two hours later, I was at an eight, and then um, his heart rate kept dropping, so the doctor, like, came over, and they watched it for about an hour. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I can't even remember all of it, but anyways, they watched it for a little while, and she was like, well, since you're not dilating anymore, like, we have to take the baby, and I'm like... I made her check me, like, three more times in 20 minutes. I'm like, are you sure I'm not dilating? Like, right. I cannot do this. I had a whole mental breakdown. And I don't know. I feel like my doctor is very inconsiderate. She's like, well, what scares you? I do this every day. And I'm like, oh, man. I don't have an action every day. Yeah. My mom was, like, not happy about that. But so then uh, we went back. And I don't know. They, like, rolled me in there and everything. And... They gave me a whole bunch of pain medicine, and I had to take out my nose ring, and I was numb from, like, here down, but whenever they, they call it manipulate your uterus, whenever they, like, play with your uterus or whatever, it, um, hurts your shoulders. I don't know, like, what nerves connect where, but your shoulders hurt. So, during the C-section, my shoulders were hurting so bad, and I'm like, this isn't numb, like, I was crying, I'm like, it hurts really bad. And I had the Pitocin shakes before I even got the epidural. Mm. So then I had the Pitocin and epidural shakes. So they had me completely strapped down, my arms and everything. So then I was, like, shaking. So that was making my shoulders hurt worse. And then I started puking, but I hadn't ate anything. So, like, nothing was coming up. I was just basically dry heaving. But at that point, Sam had done left with the baby because I made him leave whenever the baby was born, which... I didn't really like, but right. I did want him to follow the baby so my baby didn't get, like, switched or nothing. Right. <laughs> right. There's too many fucking stories about yeah. that. Mom anxiety. So I sit him with the baby, and turns out there was a um, knot in his umbilical cord, like, the size of my fist. And that's what was causing the issues, the heart rate oh, and God. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I am glad we did it. My blood pressure also shot up. My mom said it was, like... 200 over 160 whenever I went in for my C-section. 
So it was like stroke out high and they kept losing his heart rate. So, you know, I mean, it was the right call. It was just not traumatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely traumatic. Like, and I've never had surgery before. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. And then it took them an hour to sew me back up. So I got in there at like 5.06 and Stetson was out by 5.11. That's how quick. She was like, it's going to take us three minutes. And they did. It was really, really quick. But the sewing me back up part took an hour. So I got to, like, see Stetson. And um, I don't remember if I gave him a kiss or not, but, like, got to see him. And then um, Sam took him. So then it took me an hour to get back into the room. And I really don't remember much until I called Brensley. And my mom said I had been in the room for, like, two hours at that point. So I don't really remember much at all. Um, and then I called Brinsley. I remember the nurse pinching my nipple really hard to try to get him to latch. That fucking hurt. And then, um, I called Brinsley. My mom left because my mom obviously had a really hard time watching that. And whenever I came back into the room, my lips had, like, no color. They were gray. I looked horrible. And I hemorrhaged some, so I had to have, like, a bunch of blood clotting medicine in the OR. Damn. Yeah. And then um, they came in to clean me up at 8, and it was horrible. Like, they, after they roll you, it would, oh, my God, it was just awful. <laughs> Getting cut open and then rolling. Yeah. And they don't give you any pain medicine. Yeah, I didn't have any pain medicine. I had my C-section at 5, and I didn't get any pain medicine until, I think, midnight. Because you have to pee over 200 cc's in an hour. Yeah, so I got back down to, I got down to postpartum after they cleaned me at like 8, so I got down there at like 8.30, and I was just bawling, literally chugging water, because obviously you still have like the morphine or whatever from the OR, and it lasts 24 hours, but that's just (laughs) It hurts so fucking bad, dude. Oh my god, it was miserable. So then I finally got more pain medicine, and then the next day... I wasn't going to allow anybody to come see me in the hospital, but obviously nothing with the way I wanted to. So my mom came and spent, like, every day with me because I couldn't do anything. Um, I was having a really hard time, like, getting up and walking. And Brinsley, the next day, so you get IV pain medicine for 24 hours. And Brinsley came that night to see me with Austin Wayne and Millie and my sister Nautica. And um, I planned my shower around that so I didn't have to send the baby to the nursery. Because, you know, I didn't see my baby's the nursery at all. Kudos to other moms that can. But I was just way too anxiety prone. So, um, Sam helps me take a shower. And they didn't give me my last dose of IV medicine. They just gave me uh, oxycodone and ibuprofen. So, that hurt really bad. And then I came out of the shower crying. And it, like... Hurt Brinsley's feelings, so then it hurt my feelings that I let her see that. Aww. So after I knew that I wasn't going to get the IV medicine, I should have just, like, not showered. But I really felt like I needed a shower. So then she was mad at Stetson. <laughs> she was so Aww. mad at him. She was like, you hurt my mommy. Aww. Yeah. I felt yeah. so bad for her. <laughs> but now she likes Stetsy Wetsy. Oh, so. good. I was... That was one thing I was going to ask, because I remember her not wanting the sibling no. at all. She, dead set, the day that you guys were going, still did not want a little brother. Yeah, she and once, <laughs> like, she knew that 
he made me have a C-section. Oh my goodness. It was, she did not like him at all. Like she was holding him when I came out crying in the shower. And Nautica had to take him because she was like, you hurt my mom. And like, <laughs> jerk tip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god. She's gonna hurt the baby. So, she likes him now, especially now that he's like cooing and like mm-hmm. smiling at her and stuff. But yeah, she didn't even like him for like a month. She wanted to stay at my mom's house. She didn't want to do with him. Aww. Yeah, the poor thing. And I, I call him my bestest boy. And she's like, you're her only boy. I'm like, if you're my bestest girl, I'm your only girl. I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. No. Yeah. I really, with Brinsley, I didn't get an epidural until like an eight. And with Stetson, I got it at a four because like the Pitocin was just so hard. A Pitocin induction is just horrible. Like. If you can wait it out, I definitely recommend waiting labor the, out. The trimmers. The trimmers are the worst because I didn't – I had trimmers with Harper because I had the Pitocin, but I didn't have any with Hazel because we just went right into an epidural. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any. And, like, I still felt – like, I could still move my legs whenever Hazel finally did come out. Yeah. But I couldn't feel anything from the waist down when Harper came. I couldn't move my legs. And I was shaking. Like, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and was literally just fucking shaking. That's what my mom had to hold my phone for me to talk to Brinsley because I was still shaking so bad. And that was like two hours after my C section. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, the shakes did not go away forever. And I didn't have the shakes with Brinsley either, but I didn't get any Pitocin. Um, I did get an epidural, but it was like. Once I got the epidural, it was like an hour and I started pushing. And she was here like really quickly. I I got for the first pull on my cervix to soften my cervix at midnight, and she was here by 9.47 in the morning. So it was, like, less than 10 hours. It was really quick. Stetsy wetsy. I got the pill on my cervix at midnight, and he wasn't here until 5 p.m. And he probably still wasn't going to come. Well, stubborn little thing. Yeah, my whole pregnancy was miserable, and I just kind of, like, had a feeling going in. I'm like, you know, I know I don't want to be induced. My pregnancy has, like, not been picture-perfect by any means. I know something's going to happen. And so yeah. it's like, you're just being dramatic. Had a C-section. Oh, and then when we were leaving, Sam obviously drove us home, and I wanted to stop by Sonic to get something to drink, I think. Maybe I wanted cheese sticks. I don't know. I know I got something to drink. And it was obviously, like, Sonic in Columbia, so he wasn't really familiar with it. And he, like... Jerked the car and hit a big bump and I, huh? <laughs> Bro, when I tell you, I almost drove my cell phone out for that. <laughs> Cause the poor man, like, he is such an outdoors guy. Like, he hates being inside, and he was in that hospital for four days straight. Mm-hmm. So he was done. <laughs> I will never let Daniel live down. Whenever we. We're at the hospital with Harper. We were in the same town that he worked. Uh-huh. And this motherfucker left me to go work. Like, to go do a little bit of work. <laughs> and I will never let him live that down. Like, granted, we were in the hospital for four days. It fucking sucked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but if I'm stuck here, your bitch ass is going to be stuck here, too. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Which we only had to stay because Harper would not latch. She wouldn't. At all. 
that's what, uh, obviously I didn't breastfeed with Brinsley, so I didn't really know, like, what to expect, but I had done a lot of research, and, but I didn't do any research on C-sections. I know it's horrible, but I was, like, terrified of one, so I just didn't even want to think about the options, so I did no research on it. Um, and I guess C-section babies, like, they're not squeezed, so the stuff doesn't come, like, out of their stomach and their lungs, um, and... Like, stuff like that. So, he didn't eat for 24 hours. And I was starting to get, like, really worried. And the lactation consultant, I just didn't feel like it was very helpful at all. So, finally, after 24 hours, I gave him a little bit of formula. I gave him, like, 10 milliliters of formula. Because I was like, he's not latching. He's not sucking. Like, mm -hmm. he'll put it in his mouth, but he's not sucking. Right. I also had inverted nipples, so I had to use a nipple shield. Yeah. So, that was, like, you know. Um... But after I gave him that little bit of formula and he, like, realized, he, we didn't have a problem after that. I gave him formula twice in the hospital and I haven't since. We've just been exclusively breastfeeding. I just had to show him, like, you have to suck to get yeah. some food, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. But also that first night I stayed up the whole night because um, he was also, like, spitting a whole bunch of stuff up to get that yeah. stuff up. And I was just so nervous that he was going to aspirate. And I couldn't, like, lean over and get him because I was in so much pain. So, I just left him in bed with me and just stayed yeah. up the whole time. That's how I was with Hazel. Well, with Harper, she wouldn't latch in it. Like, it was off. I stayed in the hospital for so long because she wouldn't latch. Well, finally, you know, she latched. We got it working. And I got to breastfeed her for almost a year. That's with Hazel, she latched just fine. But then I ended up getting double mastitis. Oh, yeah. So that was rough. But with Hazel in the hospital, she kept spitting shit up and, like, getting it back in her lungs. And, like, I told the nurses, I was like, hey, this shit is happening. Like, I'm not leaving her in her crib. And, like, I wish that you all would do something about it. And, like, I felt like they didn't take me seriously. Like, oh, she's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she's fine until she dies. Like, literally, <laughs> that was me. The nurse was like... They can normally get it back down themselves. They'll just swallow. Oh. Let me tell you about the shit that Hadley's mom tried to pull yesterday. Because it's, literally, it's making me so mad. Like, what, I, I swear, like. I love these stories. Not for you, but, like, yeah. it's just entertaining. Because like, she's, I feel like she's. She keeps getting hit over and over and over again with the stupid stick. <laughs> because literally, what she even asked yesterday, like she knows the answer to. So why should she even ask? I don't understand. How can I get more ignorant? That's what she wakes up every day and thinks. Yes. Okay. She hasn't talked to Hadley for nine days, right? So the last time, it, this, well, it's ten days now. But so she called you yesterday and didn't even talk to Hadley. Nah, I'll get there. Oh. So yesterday she texts Daniel. She hadn't talked to Hadley in nine days. Text Daniel was like, hey, can Hadley come down this weekend? Uh, my brother and my mom are coming down. And my brother was going to ask if it's okay if she could come. And she was like, then followed it up with, um, I tried to send that the other day, but I didn't realize that it didn't send. And then followed up again with, and can we call? First thing that I have to say is if you sent it the other day but didn't ask to talk to your child the other day, 
the fuck is wrong with you? Right. And the fact that you didn't even check to see if it sent. Like, that shit will tell you if it doesn't send. Yeah. And where does she live that her shit doesn't send? Uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> if she don't have her cell service, I wouldn't be sitting happily nowhere. I wasn't happily with her with cell well, service no. at all, but... Listen, listen. Okay? Our fucking court papers say supervised visits oh. only. And that she can't be around her mom's boyfriend. Like, that is in our custody agreement. Like, she cannot be around her mom's boyfriend and it's supervised, like, for a couple hours. Well, Sydney, her brother's going to supervise it. <laughs> you know, I bet her brother would supervise it, but I bet his ass would leave her down there, too, and then we'd have to go and get her. But that's in our court papers. The judge signed that shit. Daniel even thought, like, one, he would never let her go because, like, that would make, like, I would punch him. Right. Like, I would and there's the a reason you guys got all of this the but, way it is. Like, even if he did decide that he wanted to send her because he's an idiot or something, <laughs> he could go to jail. Literally. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like, are you stupid? So, he, which I wish that he would have said what I told him that he should say. I told him that he should have said, if you would read... Our contract, like our custody agreement, it states in there that it's supervised visits and she can't be around dumb fuck. Like, I wish that he would have said that. That's not what he said. He was very nice. Nice. Of course he was. <laughs> he just said, well, he asked Hadley, he's like, do you want to talk to your mom? Because he always asks whenever she does decide that she wants to call or whatever. Oh my God, I forgot you were in here. <laughs> he asked, you know, do you want to talk to your mom? Go away, please. Thank you. Uh, she, he always asks, he's like, do you want to talk to your mom? You know, she'll either say yes or no, whatever. Hi. You got the widest eyes. He was a very alert baby. He was just listening to you talk. <laughs> and how they told him no, that she didn't want to talk to her mom yesterday. And so Daniel messaged and he was like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. Um, and then he was like, also, no. It's in our agreements that custody is supervised. Right. And she just messaged back, okay. And, like, I was thinking not about it Not tell her I love her, not how right. is she doing, nothing. Okay. Nothing, just okay. Yeah. Well, I was even thinking about it today. I was like, she, like, the way that she even asked Daniel to have her was, can Hadley come this weekend? Uh, my brother was gonna ask you if it's okay, so she did. It's like she didn't even want her to come. Right, her. Was, she wasn't even asking for herself to see her, and we heard her mom and her brother wanted to bring her. Right. Well, we even heard that two months ago she was here in town and didn't see her kid. And what? It's been how long since she's seen her? August of last year, when they left. We're in. We're in June twentieth. Yeah. We're not almost joking. like we're pushing a fucking year. She has only asked for her twice since she's left. She asked for Christmas. We told her no for obvious reasons. We were going through a custody battle with her. The lawyer was like, if she gets her, she can keep her. Right. Oh, mom, you're gonna have a good one to clean. He just had a huge blowout earlier while we were at a meeting. So, um, 
I'm hoping that's just gas. <laughs> if not, I'm nose ghosting his dad. Yep. Always. We play it's nose ghost hard in our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not care. <laughs> I always just tell Daniel, like, it's your turn. I did it all day. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam gets peed on every time, too. <laughs> Don't you pee on him every time. Don't you pee on him. Yes, you do. Tell Cindy, don't you want to try for a boy? You know, we tried for a boy last time, still end up with a girl. Four girls would be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have three girls, so I'm you don't have two. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. No, that's what it sounds like. We got the drop, jackpot. We have a girl and a boy. We don't need no boy. You're so rude. So rude. You need two of each, duh. Thank One you. One of each hand. I want, like, a baseball team. <laughs> I used to want eight, and then I had two. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. Mine are just so different in age that it's like, I don't know. You know, it's not like I have two little ones. So. Right. I, you know, I like the age difference between Harper and Hazel better than I do between Harper and Hadley, because Harper and Hadley go at it all the fucking time, and literally, like, it makes me just want to put them both in the corner. Oh, I bet, yeah. Maybe just, like, butt their heads together for a second, and just, like, stop. Yeah. I would never, but I've thought of it. <laughs> We're obviously only two months in, but I feel like the age difference between Bransley and Stetson is nice, because they probably won't fight like that very much. You know, she might get a little annoyed when he's two and she's ten and he's right. getting to her stuff, but yet she's still going to be old enough that they're not going to bicker like that. Right. But at the same time, I hate their age gap. Like, it's way too big. Right. Well, I've... What is theirs? Theirs is four or five years, so in between four and five years is Harper and Hadley's. And, like, if those two <laughs> don't stop bickering with each other 24-7, like... Harper and Hazel, they really get along so well. Harper's such a sassy parent, too. Such a sassy Like, I love her. She's just, like, my spirit animal. <laughs> she is so sassy. And Hazel, she's mean. Yeah, she's Hazel is the mean. meanest one. She's hard to have over, for real. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I tell him all the time. He always is like, that's you, Sean. Yeah, he does. He does. Come here. Well, he was eating, and then I was just being a baby hawk. So. Okay, so I don't know how we got off the topic, but I feel like really weird because I just interrupted you about Hadley's no. mom. So no, that was it. She's just she's a piece of work. That's for sure. She's just the best person yeah, ever. Yeah, she drives me insane on the daily. I just, I mean, to be honest, um. I had my daughter, obviously, super young when I was 14, and he was almost 19, so that's a whole situation in itself. Right. But um, I just can't imagine at any age leaving your child. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was 14, and I stepped up to the plate, and I did what I had to. Obviously, I couldn't do it without my parents. I mean, you know. Right, right. But I raised her. I did it. I figured my shit out. Not going to say I was always the best person, parent, whatever, but I did it day in and day out. So, like, at whatever age, I just, I don't feel like it's an excuse, you know? No, especially not at fucking 30 years old. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I am 23, and I'm raising 
right now I'm raising five kids. Like, it, no. It, I don't give a fuck how old you are. Like, the shit that's going on with my parents or whatever, like, the fact that my brothers are here or whatever, that's totally different than the situation with Tennille. So fucking different. Because she hasn't seen her kid, like, seen her put her hands on her child in almost a year. Gave her child a hug and a kiss in almost a goddamn year. Like, and she's got four and only has custody of two. And, like, honestly, I feel like that's just by default because, yeah, because the dad yeah. is a piece of crap with her. And they're mm -hmm. both just pieces of crap and dragging them kids through the ringer. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can't say what kind of parent she is to the youngest two. I have my ideas on it, but I can't say. Right. Because I don't know. I don't live her life, but I know that she is a shitty mom to these two girls mm -hmm. that she has here. Absolutely. So, yeah. the fact that she can not, like, she can spend, I mean, recently it's been every two weeks she'll talk to her, and it's like, you can spend two weeks without talking to your child. Two weeks? You're telling me that you can, you, you can do that? You can spend two weeks without talking to them? Because... I didn't have my kids on Saturday, like, from Saturday at noon to Sunday at noon. Like, a full 24 hours, I didn't have them. I touched them twice. <laughs> so, like, the fact that you can just do that, I, I can't. I cannot wrap my brain around it. It pisses me off every time she calls, and she tries to be buddy-buddy with Hadley. And, you know, Hadley, she's just a little girl. Like, she's nine, but she's just a little fucking girl. Yeah. And, you know, she loves her mom, but, yeah. like, they pretend like they're best friends, and it just, it pisses me off that Tennille just keep, mm. And also, she just jumps in, and she wants to be her buddy when you have to be here doing the hard parenting. So you don't get the buddy-buddy best friend time, because yeah. you have to do the hard shit while she's out living yeah. her best life. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, it just makes me upset for Hadley. Because... Her first heartbreaks from her fucking mom. And, yeah, all of this is going to stick with her forever. Like, she is so impressionable right now, and everything that is going on right now is molding who she's going to be for the rest of her life. Yeah. She's either going to take it and run with it and be very successful and a great mother, or she's going to take it and it's going to be detrimental to her. Yeah, yeah. And, like... That makes it, it does make me nervous, and, like, you know, I hope that me and Daniel are, are giving her what she needs, you know, showing her the shit that she needs, but sometimes that's not, like, that's not always the case. Like, it's not always going to work. Like, even if you have a good support system and you show them good things and, like, teach them good things and show them what love is and all of this, like, sometimes it's not enough. Right. Because there are parents who are great parents and still have drug addict kids like it shit happens absolutely but like I get so worried that she's going to end up in the same boat that her mom did and like that that does scare me yeah I bet for sure because I'm like fuck and I mean like you said there can be two loving wealthy parents biological parents that spend you know every day with their kids and it's just you know kind of the luck of the crawl you know yeah. I mean it's not like necessarily anything that your parents do right i mean like obviously my mom didn't allow me to get pregnant at 13. right, right. <laughs> you know i mean i still did it myself yeah it just it amazes me either you have the 
parental instinct or you don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... And I think that there's a big, like, stigma on deadbeat dads. Like, there's a... And granted, there are a lot of deadbeat dads, but deadbeat moms are more common than you fucking think. Right. They're... They're that burpy was. Oh, yeah, that's... There's definitely them around for sure. And, like, I never, I really never would have thought that I would put myself in this situation. Like, that I would be in one of these situations in it. Like, I'd be lying if I told you that there were days that didn't fucking suck. Uh, that yeah, I wanted sure. to just throw in the towel and be like, no, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. Like, for a long time, it, you know, I hate to put the blame on her, really, but, like, there was a point in our lives where she was ruining our life. Yeah. Like, and it, it did get so fucking bad for a while there. And Daniel was like, bitch, go take a nap. You're not getting right. me. <laughs> like, get over it. Right. It's too bad. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're thinking because I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I am really thankful. I know this is going to make me sound bad because, like, I brought kids into that same relationship, but I am really thankful that he did not have any because I didn't, I don't want to deal with none of that. Right. Right. Like, I just should have known from the beginning that we would have had issues, but like, then we both got pregnant at the same time and then, you know, like the beef was squashed because she... Like, if I'm going to be honest, she hated me when me and Daniel got together. What? What? But, like, I... For no reason. I don't... I guess no for sure, but wasn't she, like, half-ass decent in the beginning? Like, like too hadly? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was... She was a decent mom. I don't think she was a great mom. Like, but I do think that she was a decent mom. But I also think that she was using... Like, and I... This... This is my thoughts, uh, well, part of it's thoughts, part of it's shit that she told me that she was doing after the fact, but, like, that, you know, she was doing hard drugs, and, like, I had told Daniel that I thought that she was, but you know, Daniel didn't believe me. Right. Men cannot see things. Oh. Oh, you want mom? What's the matter with you? What is, oh, hi. What time is it? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's that time. Are you tired? It's what TikTok likes to call witch hour. Here's your baby back. I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, no, no, I'll t I, I got it. It's okay. I will never keep you from your baby. Like, your baby cries, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I know. My sister made fun of me the other day. She was like, you're the only one out of the three that I mentioned earlier that has been pregnant. She's like, They're, you're the only one that jumps to get your baby when he makes a noise. I'm like, well, he's my baby. He wants yeah. his mommy. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. Like, give me my baby. <laughs> I don't know. I am so, like, overprotective. This is just my boy. Oh, my goodness. You're pitiful. You're pitiful. Yes, you are. You just ate. You're pitiful. He's like, I just want to be on the podcast, Mom. He wants a titty. Oh, Yeah. I Well, mamas, we're gonna go ahead and get off of here because Betsy needs to needs to eat. So, bye. Bye.